0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is People Every Day. Coming up, how Meghan Markle is marking her 40th birthday in philanthropic style. Plus, why photos of Princess Eugenie's husband are raising eyebrows. And Kristen Chenoweth on her new gig and Broadway's return. It's August 4th. guys, this is People Every Day and it is Wednesday. I'm calling it Woman Crush Wednesday and I am dedicating it to none other than Simone Biles. She's on the cover of this week's issue of People and in it you learn so much more about her struggles this year leading up to and during the Olympics and also what went into her latest triumph, winning bronze on the balance beam despite it all. Some great stuff in there on new golden girl Suni Lee as well so grab an issue. And speaking of the olympics the games are still underway and the medals are still rolling in for the u.s so my colleague adam carlson who's there in tokyo for it all is here
1: to give us the olympic news sprint take it away adam the american runners men and women are racking up medals and Blazing some serious races. Sydney McLaughlin just broke a world record earlier today with Delilah Muhammad, the world champion and defending gold medalist also of the U.S. right behind her. They were doing the women's 400-meter hurdles. Sydney later said that it was a great, great race. She was just absolutely grateful to have that kind of competition. And Delilah said, you know, much the same. It's like having someone like Sydney in a lane next to her makes them both run their very fastest. But they weren't the only women out there breaking down barriers. We have a Thing Moo, who is 19 years old. A Thing uh, ran her race earlier this week. She ran the 800 meter and became the first American woman since 1968, since Madeline Manning-Mems to win gold in the event. And it uh, it was almost comical Which I You know I, I don't want to be silly About this But a thing was So much for their head And the other women For so much of the race It was clear that This is a dominant racer All right
0: Later in the show I have the best time Catching up with Emmy and Tony winner Kristen Chenoweth Who stars in the new Apple TV Plus Musical series Schmigadoon That everyone is Talking about right now We talk about that And Broadway's Big return And more So stick around For that Now though There's some major Birthday behavior Behavior going on. Today is former President Barack Obama's 60th birthday. Now, sadly, 44 has had to downsize his big party in Martha's Vineyard due to COVID-19's Delta variant surge. But I'm sure it's still going to be epic. And I still am looking for my invitation. <laughs> but also today is Meghan Markle's 40th birthday. The Duchess of Sussex is 40 and looking amazing. And here to talk about her celebrations and some other stuff going on in the royal family is people's Charlotte Triggs and Wendy Noggle. Hi, you guys.
2: Hi, how are you? Hey, Janine, how are you? Good, good,
0: good. So there are a few things I want to discuss about Megan's birthday. The first, her skincare, because good Lord, no, but the the first being uh, she got a birthday wish from Prince William and Kate, which I mean, I was a little bit surprised because of everything that's been going on and how complicated things have gotten in the family. But should I have been like, was this expected? Wendy, what do you think? Like,
3: I don't think so. I We've seen some of these moments where they're celebratory and they're going both ways. And so I think we we all expected to see these well wishes. And there are some great pictures that they included in the post. And um, so I think it was, you know, hopefully part of this thawing that that we're all hoping for between the brothers.
2: But they're also professionals on social media, like they know what they're doing. It's like, yeah. it's very easy to not forget to just send a polite birthday wish. You know what I mean? When you know that the eyes of the world are on you. So I think it's like, they're, they're very buttoned up, you know, they're not going to invite criticism by for not sure because that right? that's
0: its own headline like no one no one said happy right. birthday to megan uh, so, so also the second thing I, I wanted to talk about is the new video on prince harry and megan's archwell website so it explains 40 by 40 initiative uh, she's launching in honor of her 40th and i have to admit i loved it melissa mccarthy is featured on it so l- let's just listen to a little bit of that
3: It's my 40th birthday and I've got an idea. I know what it is. Really?
0: My first guess, is it another photo shoot under a tree where you're looking very peaceful? Peaceful under a tree is me every day. No, okay. Are we finally getting matching tattoos? Are you finally going to do a suits reunion? OK, I, I love suits. But I love I that. Suits? Like she's, she's just playing into all of it. Um, and Melissa McCarthy dresses for tea. Uh, Harry is juggling outside. Their dog is sleeping in the background, just pure gold. So outside of this video being very funny, what else can you tell us, Charlotte, about what the initiative is about?
2: I mean, it's pretty nice, actually, you know, especially with the way that women in particular have been impacted by the pandemic. She has this idea that if she can get 40 of her influential friends to dedicate 40 minutes of time to, you know, contributing towards mentoring slash, you know, offering, support to women that need to get back into the workforce that they can create what she said, a quote, ripple effect. I think that's really nice. And I think it's it most of all spotlighting the fact that women have been kind of dragged out of the workforce by these forces beyond anybody's control. It's a real problem. And, you know, just putting even any muscle behind fixing it is really valuable.
0: I love it. And she says on the website, in reflecting on my 40th birthday and the many things I am grateful for, I'm struck that time is among our greatest and most essential gifts, time with our loved ones, time doing the things we love, time spent learning, laughing, growing, and the sacred time we have on this earth. And so she's, I guess, encouraging her very, very beautiful black book of friends. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we can't talk about the royals without discussing a recent story bubbling up concerning Princess Eugenie's husband, Jack Brooksbank. He made headlines this week after he was seen partying on a yacht in Capri with a bunch of women in bikinis. Now, partying, you know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he was working, right? So, um yeah, let, let's get into this, uh, and and let's be real. These photos don't look great, right, Charlotte?
2: Well, okay. So he was there in a work capacity, right? It was for this gala that was um, that UNICEF was was hosting. He works for Casamigos Tequila, and they were you know behind the bar for this huge charity gala that tons and tons of people came in to Capri for. And so, yes, he's there in a work capacity. Um, apparently, a lot of the women in bikinis on the boat were work colleagues, people that, you know, were part of this, um, Casamigos crew or brand ambassadors and the like, but yeah, I don't think it does look so good. And there definitely were, there was at least one woman who had taken her top off and was spotted in photographs topless. I mean, it's like, you know, it's all a pure optics thing. There's no evidence that any bad thing has, has gone down, but, um, you know, I don't know. It raises an eyebrow, right? When, uh, when a man who's got a, a wife and a young baby at home is with other women and one of them takes their top off.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about Eugenie. So where is she in the world when this is happening and what's she busy with?
2: So, well, from what we know, Eugenie is actually on vacation in Ibiza. She's got the baby with her and it's maybe not as sinister as it might look. It's not like she's like trapped at home with a baby and he's off partying or whatever. Like he's going <laughs> to join her on vacation. But still, I don't know about Eugenie, but it's like if my husband was on a business trip with his techie colleagues and the ladies weren't wearing their tops, I'd be having my eyebrows real high too. This is where I jump in because I feel like, you
3: know, I'm not European. I wish I were on the beach with them. Um, It looks like a fantastic (laughs) trip. But I actually feel like there's a big difference culturally here. Like I think over in Europe, there's much more of sunbathing, topless, different attitudes about our bodies and things like that. And so to me, it seems like perhaps some great pictures of on vacation, we don't know the exact um, impetus for the for the boat trip, um, if that was a work junket, or if it was just, you know, relaxing with some friends. And so that's where I feel like if I were Eugenie, and and that was generally kind of my view of the world, I I would probably be like, I'm glad you're having fun. Because when you come back, you're definitely going to do the late night feeding.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually trying to think of him. Like, you know, best case scenario, he's there. He's on a work trip. He's on a boat. um You know, one of the influencers maybe that that he's working with takes her top off. Like in that moment, knowing you are, you know, royalty, royal adjacent, and that all eyes are on you, there's probably a paparazzi. I wonder if he's freaking out. Like, yeah, what's he supposed to do about it? It's him. not like
2: you can. It's not like you can change course once that's happened, right? All I can say is, that on our team building trip to Capri, I'm not going to take my time (laughs) off.
0: Right. Right. And so, so other people have weighed in on this. Eugenie's mom, um, Sarah Fergie Ferguson uh, has come to her son-in-law's defense. And let's just talk about what she's
2: saying, Charlotte. I mean, she says that he is just a superhero in her book, that he's a great dad, he's a great husband, that he's he's not some party guy. She's defending him up and down and, you know, really has his back. It's obvious that they are like a tight family unit and that there's no there there. I mean, that's the, the part. I think that, you know, her coming out and defending him really killed this potential little mini scandal, stone dead, as the, you know, Brits would say. And she's certainly been in this boat herself, where she's not necessarily had that same kind of support, so it's really Lovely to see,
0: and Wendy. I mean, our our kids are too young, but I'm just trying to step into the role of a mother-in-law now. Like, do you think you would have <laughs> the same response? Uh, my son's 16, so
3: at 16, I I, I don't know, but I think <laughs> you know. I think again, she knows more than anyone what it's like to have a picture taken by the paparazzi when you're least expecting it. Um, and she knows him so well after seeing them together for so long. So, you know, I think that she's really speaking from the heart. And I think, you know, that's what, any of us would hope our mother-in-law would do, right? Like sometimes you're not really sure of those extended family relationships. <laughs> and so I think he's probably pretty grateful. And um, especially since she knows that situation all
0: too well from from her own past. Look at that, Fergie, just changing the image of mother-in-laws everywhere. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Janine. Next up, Kristen Chenoweth stops in to talk Broadway coming back and why she loves playing a bad girl. Stay tuned.
2: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise.
4: What a wonderful day!
2: It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible.
0: I am pumped to be on now with an Emmy and Tony Award winner who has done it all, Kristen Chinoweth. You've seen her everywhere from Broadway classics like Wicked and You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Now you can catch her on the new Apple TV Plus series, Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. Welcome to our little town. Which takes viewers to a magical town in the 1940s. Hi, Kristen. How are
4: you? Hi, Janine. I'm great. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. So I have to tell you, Schmigadoon um, came highly recommended to me from my colleague, Tom Gliato, who's our movie and TV critic. And when he first said it, I was like, Schmigga, what? So I I had to (laughs) research and I saw that it's a play on the 1947 Broadway musical called Brigadoon. So, So tell me about Schmigadoon.
4: Okay, first of all, I love you for that just that in and <laughs> of itself. When I got the script, I I'd heard about it about a year ago and I was unavailable to do a reading and but I did laugh out loud when I read the script. And knowing Broadway musicals as I do, I thought this has to be careful cuz we want to poke fun but we want to do it with love because I love music theater and when it's done well, it should be applauded and when it's done poorly, we get made fun of as we should. So, with that being said, I am related to my brother is a chemical engineer, Mark, and mm-hmm. he is not a musical theater fan at all. <laughs> he's like, I love you, I'm not, I'm not going to hear popular again. like I can't, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's he's Keegan's character, and when when you get a call from your brother that says, "I like Schmigadoon," you think, "Oh, okay." We've won. We've won.
0: And, and let's set it up because Keegan-Michael Key opposite oh. Cecily Strong, uh, they are a couple trying to like get that old thing back, bring the fire back in the relationship. And they stumble into this magical town. And I have to tell like this opening scene feels like a mashup of maybe half a dozen musicals. So so what did you think when you first saw the script and how did you prepare?
4: I was so excited because I thought, again, it's a, an ode to everything I love. Music Man, Oklahoma, like all of them. And When I first read the character, I said to Barry, our director, I've got to have the Meltzer Pierce hair. I've got to have Joker lips. She's maniacal. (laughs) She's crazy. Um, I need to have it. I need to have the corset be too tight. I need her to be uncomfortable. I need this part of my character. And he said, go for it. Go. That's what I want you to do. A lot of times playing the villain and I've done the a lot of people don't. Realize that I've played the villain most of the time, but I look like this.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Like it, it felt, you, you know, d- different. Like because you know, you you were known for playing these angelic characters as well. More so, I would say. But uh, Mildred Layton, she is maniacal. <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's maniacal. In fact, just for for a little tidbit, I did this for my own pleasure, and I don't know what this says about me. But we were in a pandemic, pre-vaccine. We were mm-hmm. in Canada, which are our friends, but still, we are we're in a foreign country. And I'm doing an 18-page song without one cut. We are during wow. an election. You know, we've got on our cones like we've been spayed or neutered. It's election time. I'm playing the diva from hell, and I just thought, I think she holds the Bible upside down. <laughs>
0: that is attention to detail <laughs> that's what
4: you call 14 day quarantine <laughs> yes
0: and so what do you prefer if you if you had to you know pick antagonist evil or angelic protagonist
4: antagonist all the way it's Ooh, way more fun okay. it's way more fun and <laughs> even in wicked when i did when i played glinda she was really wicked too and that's uh, not to make it about wicked but that's the was part of the genius of the show is that both are good both women are good and both mm-hmm. are have the wicked part just like we all do angel yes. and devil you know we all do but schmigadoon t- takes us out of the the world that we, we live in right now. And I dare say, and I know that you probably agree, agree with me, Janine, but we we need a laugh. We need a uh-huh. laugh. And, oh, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> Check. Nice.
0: So how did it feel to, you know, return to the lights and the cameras after a year of quarantine for you?
4: Like water in a desert. Like water in a freaking desert. <laughs> I had had a lot of loss right before Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But I was in mourning. And Sonnenfeld calls me and said, You've got to do it. And I said, I don't think I got it in me. And so, on a personal note, Dune helped bring some joy and then get to be with all my friends. Remember, I know most of them, most all of them. Yeah. And then, and bonded with new. You know, Dove has played my da- daughter twice. Alan Cumming lives next door to me. And then to make bonds with people like Ariana DeBose, who is now like my baby, I take these certain kids on and then they become mine. Poor them. So Ariana Bose <laughs> is now mine. Um, and, you know. Raising my to hand bet- to
0: be adopted over here. OK. <laughs> I'm, yeah,
4: done. Come this way. Come this way. I insist. But it was just. It was a true pleasure. So
0: what does it feel like? We're, we're gearing up. We're gearing up uh, for September. Broadway is actually opening up again. This is giving us a little taste before, you know, the big opening. But just describe what that means to you to have a stage available to be performed on again.
4: First of all, for all of my friends, it's a community. And for us to have our jobs jobs back is going to mean a lot. It's going to mean a lot for me. To be able to sit in the audience, the relationship between an artist or a character and the audience is one that I value very much, whether I'm on the stage or in the audience. And I plan on being in the audience and watching my friends come back. Me too. And <laughs> getting to cheer. Right? Right? Yeah. Like, I cannot wait. And for people that say arts did not change, you know, it's not important in our schools or things like that. I think mm-hmm. the success of Schmigadoon, the, the people that are responding to it, should I say, And I think that that Broadway coming back in the anticipation speaks for itself. It's an $8 billion business for a reason. It's important. Um, Thank you for bringing it up. I can't wait. My boyfriend, he's been to two Broadway shows in his life. He's in a country band. So I'm going to (laughs) take him to see Lion King, which the first 20 minutes he's going to have a heart attack. Oh,
0: he's about to get the works.
4: (laughs) He's getting the work. Guess where I'm taking him next? Hamilton.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness.
4: So we're doing it all. We're We're going. We're doing it.
0: That was actress Kristen Chenoweth. For more on her and her show, Schmigadoon, streaming now on Apple TV+, head over to People.com. And now, something to make you smile. Here's a little story about fate. During a typical day of playing the piano at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport, tony valentine carter was tickling the ivories in concourse a as he normally does meanwhile carlos whitaker who's a popular motivational speaker and is followed by over 220,000 people on social media was seated nearby and couldn't help but notice the beautiful music he also noticed that most people around him weren't really listening or tipping so that's when he called on his instagram family for backup to raise some tip money for carter (laughs) His goal was $2,500. But by the end of the day, after posting Carter, the overall total that fans donated skyrocketed to $61,000. Here's what Carter told Atlanta's Fox 5 about that life-changing moment.
2: When people do things like that, total strangers, and they hear my story and they want to give me gifts like that, there's thankfulness.
0: Just another example of how we are all in this together as fate would have it. Talk to you tomorrow.